This message is brought to you by Regeneron. If you have diabetes, listen closely because your ears could help your eyes. Excess sugar from diabetes could lead to eye damage and vision loss, even blindness, and you might not even notice it at first. So remember, now is the time to get your eyes checked. Eye care is especially important with diabetes. See a path forward with actions and potential treatment options that may help your eyes and protect against vision loss. Go see an eye care specialist and visit nowic.com to take charge of your eyesight. That is N-O-W-E-Y-E-S-E-E.com. Hi, and welcome to Saturday Night Combos, where we will be discussing trending topics, the latest things going on in the world, and whatever might be happening in our own lives. Nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair, grab a drink, and join us for a Saturday Night Conversation. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode seven. I can't believe we're in seven deep already. And we are almost at the start of September, which is crazy. Oh, my goodness. It's starting to feel like September. It is. It is very fallish. Yes. Where I am. And for anybody who... uh, you know, wherever you are listening from, apparently we had our first listener from out of Canada today. No, 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 um, no, 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 sorry. no, 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 sorry. no, 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 outside of North America, actually. Okay, sorry, outside of North America, so from wherever you are listening from, we say hello. Yes, we get lots of people across the United States, which we are so happy to know that we are reaching. Yeah. Down down to the south. Yeah. So. <laughs> Rhett Reagan says hello. Hi. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did, did you see Ashley that Starbucks came out with their um fall like their pumpkin yes. spice latte? Yes. I have a I have a girlfriend, so when I so I'm currently not working because, you know, of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um so um when I was working, I worked like literally a three minute walk to a Starbucks um so i we would do like let's go to starbucks runs um so um my one girlfriend snapchatted me and she's like pumpkin spice lattes are out and i'm actually not a huge fan of pumpkin pumpkin spice lattes but uh Mm -hmm. yes their fall stuff is out so heads up if anybody likes starbucks fall drinks i do like the other i do like other fall drinks but you should totally try um i had the apple oat flat white the other day and it was delicious Mm, i was thinking of going into the city on monday so i had my sister surprised me today with a pumpkin spice latte of course it had the whipped cream on it thank you very much sister (laughs) (laughs) i forgot how sweet it is though that's the only thing like it's it's i'm kind of iffy on pumpkin like pumpkin pie i'm okay with but some of the other pumpkin stuff it just kind of rolls my stomach a little bit so i'm like yeah how was your week it was good uh we went camping in our new trailer so um well it's a new to us trailer um so for all of the listeners out there we've had like pop-up campers before um or one pop-up camper before that we i think we only got one year out of because it was it was an older one oh (laughs) um and it was it was kind of left up outside for Mm -hmm. for a summer because Mm -hmm. my nieces were going to use it and then you know (laughs) kind of had some internal damage Mm -hmm. um 
so uh, this one is uh, what they call like a toy hauler. So you can like, the back comes down so you can put stuff in it. Oh. If, does that make sense? So like uh, RV with like a trailer, like a, like a garage attachment or something. Yeah. Um, so we did have some like, you know, when you get something, there's always something wrong or, you know, some things go wrong. So there was that kind of stuff. But other than that, it was a good trip. Uh, nice. We were right next to a river, which was nice. And I, uh, I love, like, gorges and, like, I got some good pictures. And yeah. Oh, wow. It was a good trip overall. I just looked up. At, you have, like, a luxurious camper. Oh, it's just a, no. It's nothing like. I just looked up what a toy hauler is. <laughs> it's nothing all that fancy. Or is it a fifth wheel? No, it's not a fifth wheel. Okay. Obviously, I don't know my camping. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Really, like. <laughs> you just know you attach it to the pickup truck. And Literally, go. like I, I just like stood there and my partner did it because I was like, ah, oh, don't touch it. I don't know anything about that. The, the, the like the pop up one that we that we used to have, I could put it up like mm-hmm. somewhat with assistance. But mm-hmm. this one, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't pull trailers. I one time a couple years ago pulled a couple wagons with a truck, and one of the tires went in a ditch. And since then, I do not pull anything. <laughs> It's it's just bad karma for me. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. Yes. So yeah, it was a good week. Good. good. Yeah. Was there lots to do? Um we were right outside Goderidge. So Goderidge is it's, it's a, actually a really pretty town. So um there's a courthouse at the center and then all of the streets are angled off of it so it's really like architecturally it's really pretty Mm -hmm. um so i've never been there Mm -hmm. and then so we did some trails there and then we did some we did the trails at the campsite or the conservation area that we were at um we did biking Mm -hmm. we were in the river so we 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 did most of everything we didn't do was fishing <laughs> but I was okay with yeah, yeah. and release, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was lots of stuff. Cool. So would you go back there? Um maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I would bring like because you can you can go like in the falls, like and go kind of like down the falls, like in uh like if you can bring rafts and stuff, even though it's posted that you're not supposed to, people do it. Or we have they have waterfalls there? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I would bring like like a raft or something. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it, it was fun. Good. Very yeah. nice. I like to going to like different campsites myself. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But yeah, it was fun. How was your week? Um, fairly uneventful. Not a bad Not thing. much happened. No. We went to the beach. We went to Port Stanley. Oh, nice. So that, it was, like, I think I've said this before. I'm not, like, a normal person that goes to a beach. I don't go to the beach for the sun and the surf. I go for, like, the scenery and, like, to walk the pier. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. They have like the main pier closed though. So oh, in Port okay. Stanley, it's really cool because they read on their main beach. So you can actually walk out into the middle of Lake Erie, which is just, oh. it's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, but they had that part of the pier closed. And I think it's because of COVID. But Maybe. yeah, I still managed to get some nice pictures, I think. So that's good. I'm making a she room. I'll talk more about that later. <laughs> um yeah otherwise not much i took my dog to the pet store today yeah and she got so my dog i don't know if this is like common for other people who have animals who have you know been in quarantine during this time but my dog gets cabin fever now and i know she has cabin fever when she's like wanting to play And Mm -hmm. wanting to go and be social with her cousin down... Yes, my dog has a cousin (laughs) who lives down the street. Um, But anyways, so my dog laid around all week. So today we went to the dog store, the pet store. She got spoiled out of her mind. (laughs) She had so much fun. Oh, my goodness. She kept sniffing all the, like, you know, like those dried bones. Yeah. She, like, sniffs them and licks them. I know. And then she knocks, like, a bunch of toys off of the shelf right in front of one of the employees. I was like, oh, great. Yeah, like, now I'm going to have to buy them all. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got to go through the drive-thru. But anyway, so I spoiled my dog today. But if your animals have cabin fever, let me know. Because I feel like it's normal. I mean, my I dog's so. weird. But yeah, does your dog? dog she, she likes to. Um, I got her into a habit of like going for walks at night. So now, like, if I don't take her, she's like at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night. She like looks yeah. at me and then like looks at the door and then looks at me and then looks at the door. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, like anytime I put on shoes, she, like, looks at me, and I'm, like, um. (laughs) My dog's also also almost 14 now, so. Yeah. She doesn't have to go for walks every day. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no. You know what my dog hates? So, I got a bike at the beginning of um, the lockdown, and it's literally been the best, like, $100 I have spent this year, hands Mm -hmm. down. But my dog hates my bike so every time I like take it out she's like following me around the house like if I have my helmet she's like following me like where are you going and then when I get home she's like she'll either do one of two things she'll either follow me around for the rest of the day like she did today or she will completely completely ignore me because she's mad that I left her home. She's like, you went somewhere and you went somewhere without me. Exactly. I chose the bike. I mean, my dog is also the one that's destroyed three kennels, two crock pots, jump fences, in a pound of butter, and chocolates. So she is one of a kind, but, you know. Oh my god, the butter. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. She still likes butter. 
She likes it on bread. Preferably homemade bread. I, I'm not sure how she tells the difference between homemade bread and store-bought bread, but she does. She knows the difference because she eats it. That's how. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. She, do you still put her in a kennel? No. I do have her kennel out like she can go in it like if she wants to and she does sometimes but no no we ended that practice when she started tipping it over yeah okay so for so when I first adopted Athena she would constantly escape from her kennel but she also had major separation anxiety so she had to be in her kennel, otherwise she would destroy the house. Like, I mean, like, like one day I came home, home from school, and she got out of her kennel and managed to get into the pantry. She tore everything out of the pantry and ate a box of cookies. Like, a full box of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from that point on, we had to put locks on her kennel so that she couldn't get out. And I, like, would literally have to, like, put, like, a padlock on her door and, like, use a key to open and close it. So it's kind of like she was in doggy jail. But towards the end of our kennel experience, so she went through four kennels. One of the kennels was supposed to be invincible. She ended up destroying it in two weeks. Yeah. I, I took it back. Like, here's your kennel. <laughs> I don't think they knew it was damaged. I put it back in the box. <laughs> like, here's your kennel. <laughs> like, she she destroyed that thing. Destroyed it. But, um, when she was, like, done with her kennel, it completely, like, outgrowing the need for a kennel. I was still locking her in it, but I would come home and I, she would like have like turned her kennel or twisted her kennel or even it, like the lock, like I still put like a lock on the door to keep her in. She would like get out of the kennel with the lock on the door. And there'd be like probably four inches of space above and below the lock. Like how in the hell does a dog get out like that? She's not a small dog. Like She's... she's She's 90 pounds. She would have been like 100. Yeah. So eventually the the icing on the cake and I knew she had outgrown it when I came home and like it was tipped upside down and she was still sitting in it. And I'm like, this is not safe for you anymore. Like, you were done. Houdini <laughs> dog doesn't need it anymore. Congratulations on graduating from the kennel. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, so that's Athena the dog. (laughs) I am super excited. So I was borrowing a Fitbit. So as I said before, I'm kind of on like a health journey. So I was borrowing a Fitbit from my um, really good friend. And it it was a Fitbit charge. So you can't like replace the sides on it. Okay. Like the old, like the old model? Yes. Okay. Okay. And so when I was camping, I, we were bike riding and all of a sudden I looked down and like, it was literally holding on by a, st- like a strand. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I guess it's basically on its last leg. Yeah. 
So I went back and I got a brand new Fitbit. Yay! I'm super excited. (laughs) And like literally, I like I was like, okay, well, I'm using this all the time. I bought it from Amazon. It literally got here the same time I got back from camping and I'm super excited. (laughs) Nice. I can't tell you how many of those I've gone through. Um yeah. I have literally I think I got two of the first generation. Two of the second generation. I think I'm on my fifth Fitbit and the straps. I go through about every three to six months. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty hard on my Fitbit. And actually it has a cracked screen. So I'm kind of looking for a new smartwatch. So if Uh. I'm not really into Apple, I don't really want an Apple watch. So if any of you out there have like a suggestion for like a good like fitness tracker that's not Apple, let me know. I'm kind of looking at Fossil because they're they're pretty inexpensive. But Fossil has fitness trackers. Mm Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I got the fit or the Fitbit Charge Four, and I don't know how to use it completely (laughs) or at all. But I'm figuring it out. <laughs> that's I was, funny. I'm really excited. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Nice. So that's my big news from this week. I was so excited. And my partner's like, it's just a watch. I'm like, it's not just a watch. <laughs> and like, he has an Apple watch. And like, I'm like, I can't condone spending $600 on something. <laughs> it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But yeah. It is. Yeah. So. I'm really excited. Nice. If you can't tell. <laughs> How many steps do you do a day, Ashley? Uh, today, I actually have quite a few. So today, I have 17,000. Oh, so did I. I nice. don't usually have that many. Uh-huh. Um, but I went for a really long walk today. So uh-huh. that's why I have so many. So. Cool. But you also go for like three walks a day. Um, I do a lot more. Anyways, that's very exciting. Yes, I'm excited. Very it's nice. Little things, truly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, that was my big thing this week, and so uh, getting into my list, anyways. I so I was looking for, or actually, I was reading an article on Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get into it a couple weeks ago, and it was about, like, it was kind of like an in, actually, I have it on my, I have it up. So it was about what it's called. It is called the Amish, so the Amish keep to themselves and they're hiding a horrifying secret. And I was like, whoa, what's that about? And it's about, the um, um, systematic underlying abuse allegations mm. in the Amish and Mennonite communities. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's a really interesting. So it's a really interesting read mm-hmm. for anybody that's interested. Mm-hmm. I will send Regan the link because she does all of the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in it, they talk about a podcast that they um that people who have left 
the Amish and Mennonite communities started Mm -hmm. um, called um, the Plain People. So they talk about their um, uh, their journey, like leaving the Mm -hmm. communities Mm -hmm. um, and any barriers that they've dealt with. So that is the podcast that I'm going to be starting to listen to. Wow, that sounds really interesting. It does, and it's on Apple Podcast. And like, just um, like one of the judges mm-hmm. um, down in Lancaster County um, is quoted in it, and I guess there's been an increase of cases mm-hmm. brought forward of. Um, uh, Abuse, abuse allegations. Abuse yeah. allegations. So huh. it's really, it's it's a really interesting article. So yeah, something yeah. that I was. So that's a podcast I'm going to start. There's four seasons so far. So, huh. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. But like, abuse isn't something that's like it's not uncommon in like those fundamentalist sorts of worlds, right? It's it really made me think about it because I. Even, like, right, there's Almer has a very high, like, Amish Mennonite population. Even down where I am has a very high Mennonite population. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you have to, it makes you think. The, the one girl that, the, the first girl that's discussed, they obviously don't use her real name. Mm-hmm. But she was sexually assaulted by her brother, her dad, like, multiple people, like, family members. And it's yeah. just... Again, this isn't every person or every individual yeah. story. Yeah. But just but see, when you don't like for that kind of stuff, like for the sexual abuse, when you don't cover what sexual abuse is or what harassment is or, or what, what body parts are, like exactly. people don't. It also made me think. Sorry, I'll let you go on. And then I just have. No, no, what were you going to say? I don't, I don't have anything else to add. I, in my own child, like, I, I don't know what you're, um, I was never taught, like, I personally Mm -hmm. didn't understand what body parts were, like, I never had, like, the talk Mm -hmm. that I remember, Mm -hmm. um, so if something like that happened to me, I don't know if I, like, I probably would have come forward, but that, the being in that instance would have been quite unique hmm yeah growing up I don't I don't know I grew up with like two siblings who were very much older than me there's like a good 15 year age gap between my sister and I and then two years less my brother and I mm-hmm. so I grew up with like a lot of <laughs> PG stuff mm-hmm. um where a lot of kids my age would have like G censored stuff, right? <laughs> like I watched Beavis and Butthead when I was like six years old with my brother, and I watched Dukes of Hazard, right, with like the Confederate flag on the roof for their like generally, right? Um, I don't necessarily remember having like that sort of talk with my mom, um, yeah, but I was more aware of. Mm-hmm those types of things yeah then probably your typical child that age would have been right um but yeah i honestly if i think if i were put in that situation i don't know if i would have understood it or right 
have yeah. been able to put like like a, a name to it right yeah or words to it that, it's, that's it's, what i mean yeah yeah it is it's a secret it's something that happens in secret and the mennonites and the amish they're known for being very to themselves and peaceful people and whatnot mm-hmm. right but to hear that sort of stuff happen i mean so do you have anything you have or want to talk about before you get into the <laughs> rnc well i'm making a she room yes well, tell me about your she room okay so a she room for those of you that don't know think of like a she shed and then put room in place of shed okay so, so- it's basically a space of my own exciting uh it is very exciting i'm not gonna lie i would like a she shed but i don't have room for a she shed and i thought about it and like there's better ventilation in this room that i'm gonna be using than in a shed probably so what's the purpose of the she shed okay the she room she room um so it's kind of twofold so i need an area to like study in Mm -hmm. since i'm going back to school because my dad my dad is like fully retired now and he is around the house constantly and if i just knew like if i didn't have a space of my own i wouldn't be able to concentrate and do as well as i need to do in Mm -hmm. these classes that i'm taking so that's kind of first um and then second is i just need a space to myself honestly i think one of the big things i've learned during covid is that i am ready to move out i am ready to have a space of my own unfortunately rent is like skyrocketing here and the idea of buying a house right now is not on my radar so the she room is like the next best option so it has lots of potential so we put primer on today i'm I'm gonna paint it later this week and that's exciting i know yes i know so yeah so it it was my brother's bedroom and then it became my sister's bedroom and then it became a storage room (laughs) so all the junk's been cleared out and yeah it's my she room. I might even put a mini fridge in it. Whoa. I, ooh, a wet bar. <laughs> ooh. That'd be fun. Ooh. <laughs> Not sure how I get plumbing in there, though. Huh. I don't know. I might just make a wet bar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm trying to go for like a country chic i'm not sure if that'll really work out but we'll see (laughs) so yeah that's my she room i think it's a good thing like to have your own space yeah yeah it was either the she room or actually (laughs) i seriously thought about making my she room down at my sister's place so my sister lives by herself and she has a spare room in the basement. I think I turned that in my she room because it has natural light. Mm-hmm. The she room doesn't have a window. <laughs> Technically, it's not a bedroom if the like city bylaw people come and survey the house. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So, anyway, so 
I I didn't want to walk down the street though at ten o'clock at night, so I figured I can walk down the stairs instead. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I might. I will probably still end up her, at her house a couple days a week though to study because sometimes you just need a change in scenery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Not a bad thing to repurpose the room. Oh, not at all. This room is honestly, I've been eyeing it for a while, like I've like a couple of years, and I've just never done it. Now I have a reason to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, place to call my own. <laughs> Ray and she room. Yep, Don calls it the uh, what does Don call it? The bunker. It's literally a bunker, though. Like, you can... You can't... So, today, I was in there painting. My dad came home, and I could hear him walking around upstairs. So, I yelled hello. I yelled it twice. Each time, he didn't answer. So, I walked up the stairs. He's like, oh, you're here. I'm like, yes. And clearly, the purpose of the she-room is being... (laughs) is going to be successful. (laughs) Oh, you know what else I did this week? What? I went and got a haircut. Yes. Yes. And you should have seen. Okay, so if you haven't listened to past episodes, let me tell you that I gave myself a quarantine cut. Not once, but three different times. I have very thick hair. And so I went and I bought a pair of thinning shears and I thinned my hair. And it didn't turn out horribly. So six weeks later, I did it again. Still, it wasn't horrible. The third time I did it, I cut off a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Reagan got overconfident. Well, that. But also, I'm like, oh, it's going to be hot out. So I may as well, like, try and, like, thin it as much as I can thin it. Because then I won't have to do it again. I thinned it way too much. <laughs> way, way too much. too much. Anyway, so I went to the hair stylist. You should have seen her horror when she looked at my hair. And I'm telling you, like it grew, like it doesn't, it didn't look as bad. But she, she was horrified. Like triple underscored horrified. Horrified. Did she just not know what to do with it? I think she was just more amazed that I had actually done it to myself. Apparently, most people don't try to cut their own hair or thin it. And I'm like, oh, it'll grow back. But I, I literally had, like, there was, like, four to five inches of difference between some, like, strands of layers of hair. Yeah, I'm not even kidding you. I had, and if I, like, wore my hair down, I had, like, this two-inch piece of hair that was longer, like, down my back than everywhere else. Yeah. It was brutal. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was brutal. So, thankfully, she cleaned me up, kind of, as best she could. She said, once I grow grow it out a little bit more, we can do something more with it. That's so funny. I know. I know. Did she say don't do that again? Uh yep. (laughs) So that was my quarantine cut. Does it feel lighter? 
It does. It does. And you know what's really weird? I have been wearing my hair up in buns and braids since the beginning of June. Yeah. Right? When I cut it the third time and failed miserably. So it feels really weird now to, like, be able to wear my hair down and to, like, feel it on my neck. It's the weirdest. I mean, it's really good. And you know what? Like, my natural curl has come back. Right? Like, in the mornings, like, my hair is all curly again. And I'm like, oh, my God, I miss this. You're like, what is this? I know. And I can, like, actually, like, use bobby pins and to, like, pin my hair. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. If you guys have any, like, stories about quarantine cuts, like, bad quarantine cuts, let us know. Because I know, or at least I hope. I hope I'm not the only one that has done this. If you've plucked your eyebrows to the point where you don't have any, (laughs) let us know. I've done it. (laughs) True story. Well, you have them now, so. (laughs) No, no, I'm drawing them in still. Are you really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay, well, I want to hear that story. Okay, well, for all the people out there, I get my eyebrows threaded. Well, I did, like, once a month. And, uh, well, come March, I couldn't. So I was like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> and so I pick at them. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go back and I'd pick at them some more. And then I'd pick at them some more. <laughs> and then eventually there wasn't any here <laughs> or here. And then now I'm going on job interviews, so I'm... <laughs> drawing them in the funny part is is aunt diane always said do not overpick your eyebrows because literally you will pick them so there is no eyebrows left and i was like mother mother hubbard she was right oh my god like literally like right here there's like no eyebrows you say it's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> oh my because then I would be like, oh, this doesn't match. So I'd click it, and then I'd be like, what the hell? There's no eyebrow. <laughs> well, it doesn't look noticeable on a oh. camera. Oh, what the, it, it looks noticeable. I, I'm not sure about face-to-face. But <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh my goodness. I know my sister, she like waxed her eyebrows once. And she took, like, it all off. She looked like an old man. I yeah. didn't do that. I just, like, blocked that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I completely did it to myself, too. Yeah, and it, like, yeah. wasn't, like, like, one day I just, like, went like that. I, like, slowly did it, yeah, like, yeah, over yeah, yeah. weeks. And then I was just like, holy... <laughs> when did that happen oh my, god. oh my god that's hilarious isn't it funny though how much society like we put like emphasis on like beauty right and then when you can't like go to the like, salon or like the yeah. waxing place like yeah it all goes right out the window right yeah it's crazy All right, so last week we covered the DNC. See, I have a whole page. I don't. I know. I I saw, I saw you bring it out. <laughs> I was like, well, let's get ready for this. <laughs> okay, so 
Last week we talked about the DNC, which is the Democratic National Convention. If you're not into politics, you're going to learn something, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you're listening to this, so obviously you're into politics or you would be listening. Okay, so last week was the DNC. This week was the RNC, which is the Republican National Convention. Both events kind of changed formats this year because of COVID. The DNC was complete or almost completely virtual. The RNC, well, we're going to talk about it. Okay. We're going to talk about it. It was interesting. We are going to talk about it. Okay. So let's start with the positives. Have Did you, you, you said you listened to it? You, you've seen a little to, like, bit. to like some snippets because okay. I wasn't okay. home. Um, I didn't listen to Trump's speech. I'm not going to lie. I, I think it would all be phony as it is. Um, I've watched a little bit of Millennia's speech. Okay. Um, okay. I, I like the fact that she um, touched on COVID and she was empathetic about it i do like that yeah um yeah um what else did i write down um (laughs) make america great again again um i feel like we should come up with a new slogan (laughs) yeah that would be good yeah um yeah like just adding another word doesn't make it a great slogan like yeah um I really don't have a whole lot to say because okay. I'm, I'm not for the Republicans. It's all I, good. It's all like, good. I feel like you're gonna, you've got this covered. <laughs> and when I, I did listen to, can't what I don't even know what Trump, uh, Air, whatever his name, Air, Eric Jr. Trump. Yeah. No, Trump Jr. Oh, uh, Donald Trump. Donald Jr. Trump Jr. Yes. His girlfriend. Oh my God. Her screaming. She didn't actually say anything of any substance. Yeah. And she just talked very, very loudly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And I also just want to say, like, just be, you can't, they filled basically the entire convention with Trump speakers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. We support Trump, which means you should support him too. That doesn't, to me, that doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Go ahead, Reagan. Okay. So before we actually get started, I found this kind of interesting. I heard this since you said you're not for the Republicans. So the Democratic Party, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are on the ticket. In Canada, they would both be considered moderate conservatives. That makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I fall on the line between, like, I'm, because, right, I'm a, so, I'm a, I'm a social worker, so I'm NDP, like, conservative. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of in between, like, I'm all for NDP, but then, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but I found that really interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. All right, let's jump in here. Okay, so let's start with the positives of this because I feel like there were, 
overall i found this to be very dark and gloomy and i'm not going to lie i felt depressed after like watching watching like the first night i watched the whole thing and i felt depressed the second night i muted 90 percent of it and i listened to the end speeches and i did the same the next two nights uh, I I listened intermittently depending on the speaker, but overall it was very doom and gloom. Um, so let's start with the positives. The speech by the first lady and the second lady; those were probably the best of the week in terms of primetime speakers. They didn't do the whole, you know, they're going to come after you with torches and whatnot or mm-hmm. you know riots and the left is evil and all this stuff they yeah. they focused on you know the current issues the second lady focused on you know the her work with the american troops and whatnot so from that standpoint it was positive say what you want about melania i mean she did do her speech in the rose garden which is technically using uh, the White House for political gain, which is against the Hatch Act. Yeah. So I mean, but technically, like the 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 Hatch Act is up to the president to like. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 Um, another positive is Alice Johnson. I listened to her speech, and I mean, if you don't know who Alice Johnson is, you should Google her. She spent twenty two years behind bars. Mm-hmm. for a first time nonviolent offense. And I can't even imagine that. I think I mean that her example is what is wrong with societal or with um racial injustices. Injustices, yep. Um but her speech was just so positive. She had such great energy. It it wasn't um, partisan at all. She was just telling her story. And honestly, that was probably the highlight um, of the week for me. Just hearing, you know, all that she had accomplished. And she doesn't seem bitter. I mean, I would be bitter if I were her. Yeah. But she doesn't seem bitter. And, you know, she's living her life now. She was given a full pardon just the other day. So she That's can awesome. literally yeah she can literally do whatever she wants in life now so she was probably like the most positive silver lining of this whole rnc convention mm-hmm. and overall like the production of it it wasn't bad like it was like a, it was like a hollywood event so i'm not gonna lie like i was kind of like what is this but it wasn't bad i liked the uh the like the video segments sometimes they were very partisan partisan but they were i'll get i'll give credit where credit's due they were well done i'll give them that Um, money yeah yeah actually so trump his whole focus on the convention was to outdo the ratings of the dnc he failed if you average out i read this online if you average out all the viewership of every night between the two events 
The RNC had six million less viewers than the DNC. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't that? And let me just preface this by saying I tried to look at this from a um, neutral point of view. I'm not an American. I don't have a vote in the American election. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to influence the American election. Yeah. I am merely playing armchair quarterback. I think that's the phrase. So, as I said, the RNC was overly divisive. It was like, vote for the Democrats and they'll burn your cities down and fire all your police and take your health care away. And all of these inaccuracies spread across four nights. And it was that's- just basically what mike pence's speech said yes yes and i'm like okay well what are you going to do yeah to yes make it better yes and you're right there wasn't any sort of platform that was given no. there and the best part is all week all week they were saying they're going to burn down your cities these riots have to stop well these riots are happening on the VPs and the president's watch. Yeah. So why aren't they doing anything about it right now? Right? Mm-hmm. You can't blame this on the Democrats. No. You can't pin this on Joe Biden. No. This is your mess to clean up, Mr. President. So yeah, there there wasn't any sort of substance in terms of platform. It was all scare tactics. It was also a lot of testimonials, as you've kind of alluded to before, about people coming on and saying, oh, the president, you know, said this to me, or this is the president's demeanor. And you don't see that part of the president. You only see the angry part. But trust me, there's a good part, and you can vote for him, right? Because he did this for me. Yeah, and maybe he'll come out. Like, maybe you'll see this part, but... This is yeah. the part we are seeing. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. this is what you get at the White House press briefings. Yeah. And I was just like, like, clearly, like, he's scared of, like, the empathy and the ability of Joe Biden to, you know, give that that candor and, mm-hmm. you know, sympathy, right? So, obviously, he's self-conscious. I mean, <laughs> there's no other way around it. <laughs> you got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the first night I was watching it, and the first speaker was some, his name was Charlie. I don't remember. He was some part of some conservative student organization, but he was the one to make the first speech. And he basically called the president the bodyguard of the Western world. Okay. You should Google his speech because honestly, I was listening and I'm like, what in the hell is this? Like, oh my goodness. Anyways, so that was like the first speaker, and that was like that that was a bad speech, like a really bad speech. And then there was a teacher that came on who fought against the California teachers union. And she kept saying that the Democrats would support the unions and that the unions were bad for the children. 
and that if you wanted to you know get rid of the unions and support the teachers then you should vote for the republicans okay i feel like that's a really far stretch yeah so that was the second speaker and already we knew that the rnc was off to a very bad start i'm not sure who their speechwriter was but the speechwriter did a horrible job so the third speaker was the couple from St. Louis who held guns in their driveways at BLM protesters. And this was like, from this point on, like, you knew it was bad. Knew, like, at least the first night was bad. So these two people sit in, like, or they sat in, like, their living room. And the living room looks like they're in a palace. And there they are on TV telling suburban housewives that the minorities are coming to a suburb near them and that they need to vote with the Republicans. Otherwise, their cities and suburbs will be taken over. And let's not forget the Second Amendment. However, there is more than two amendments. We've been through this. Yeah last week yeah so anyways that was the first night and it was just yeah okay so i googled charlie's speech yeah i just want to just yeah say this one part this is paraphrasing not paraphrasing i'm just going to read this one part mm-hmm. i am here tonight to tell you to warn you that this election is a decision between preserving america as we know it and eliminating everything that we love Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are not trying to destroy America. They're not trying to take away amendments. They're not trying to eliminate your gun laws and take them away. They are just trying to continue to allow everybody the same amendments. Yeah. That's, I, I, the scare tactics that they are currently trying to use are just, it, it made me sick listening constantly to their lies. Constantly. <laughs> that Constant. is what I don't understand. And like, which I understand. Like, if if I was like, again, in Canadian politics, if I was hearing that, I would be like, mm-hmm. and if I was not as informed about politics as I, as I guess I am, and I was a normal everyday voter, I would probably be like, okay, I'm going to go for this other guy. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to know your civic yeah. rights. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Ran yeah. over. Oh my goodness. No, it just, it made me so sick. It, to hear it every night. Mm-hmm. To hear constant, constant, like, constant to me, lies. Preserving America, like the current America of all of these riots and all of this, what are you preserving? It's not, you, exactly, exactly. And you have 200,000 people that have died from the coronavirus, 200,000 people in climbing. Do you know how many people died during the four nights of the RNC? 3,500 people. Really? Like, what are we, what, like, yeah. Yeah. And they're acting as if COVID is over. It's done. We can have our big crowds. They had 1,500 people on the White House lawn for the president's speech. 
none of them were wearing masks or very few of them were yeah yeah here comes an increased number of covid cases oh they already have they already have positive cases from the roll call in south carolina or north carolina wherever it was um okay another thing that i did not like about the rnc was trump's constant appearances he appeared at least once every night generally at a convention the president appears once and that's at the end to accept his party's nomination okay so trump kept using official white house business to promote himself so he did a naturalization ceremony he signed a pardon for somebody he he did all of this stuff oh and the best part is he spoke with people who were um political or um what do you call that um where you're caught in another country and you're like arrested oh um not like deported a, but um like a prisoner yeah yeah right so there was a pastor who was imprisoned in turkey trump got his release and there he is talking to this pastor and he says you know the leader of turkey erdogan he's a really great guy isn't he he asked the pastor that erdogan is a dictator once again you have the president of the united states of america cuddling up to a dictator yeah during an rnc convention yeah okay i would like to put a psa out too if you are an american and you're listening to this or if you are Canadian, or if you are american and you live in canada and you're listening to this if you want to vote for trump vote for trump that is completely up to you just be informed read through what he stands for read through what biden stands for that's all that we ask yeah because at the end of the day that is your choice absolutely we are in no way trying to influence yeah. we are only we just making observations yes yeah anyways yeah and then there was just like constant claims of you know violence you'll be safer with trump well, again, as we've already said, the stuff that's happening in Kenosha and in other places is happening on Trump's watch. Yes. Where are you at? I, I, I don't feel like at the Republican National Convention, I don't think at either convention they can be like, you know, they shouldn't be bad-mouthing the other party. They should be saying, like, this is what we're going to do. This is, like, I, they, I don't feel like they should be doing that. Well, and see, I get, like, it's politics. Like, you're obviously going to criticize the other side to a certain degree. I feel like they should be leaving that to, to the debates. Yeah, they should. They should, but they don't, right? Well, Each party in my world of politics. Even here in Canada, right? Oh. We criticize the other side. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the DNC did it, right? They said, don't vote for Trump or this will happen. Fair. Okay. Mm -hmm. RNC, Trump, ha you can criticize the record of Joe Biden. Sure. But don't use the scare tactics, the scare tactics to try and get votes. 
right? Mm -hmm. That's the RNC. That's it. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. And I'm not going to lie, I was depressed this week. Just because of all the doom and the gloom. There was no hope in it. There was no positive direction. There was no forward. It was very well, Nixon-ish. I, I don't know what four more years with Trump's going to look like. Because it's not like we're here in Canada. Yeah, British Columbia looks like like we're seeing hope at the end of the tunnel with COVID. Like mm-hmm. British Columbia's numbers are back down a little bit. Yep. But or increased a bit. But the US is still mm-hmm. scary. Oh, absolutely. Like Yeah. The yeah. only one that I'm kind of positive about is New York because I follow Andrew. Andrew Cuomo. Yes, I love him. He is like one of my favorite people. I would love to meet him. To meet him and Ellen. Now um, I will say his response wasn't perfect. There were a lot of seniors that died because of a choice that he made. But just just to play both sides. But, but anyways, again, what he was put up against. Yeah. Like. Yeah. An inability. And inability yeah. fighting against Trump on everything. Yeah. 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 Lack of leadership at the top, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode seven. If you've been with us since the very beginning, we thank you. And if you are just joining us, thanks for finding us. We hope you enjoy and come back for more. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us everywhere um apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio. if you go to our instagram at saturday oh my goodness at saturday night convos i think the gin is getting to me that's why i keep slurring my words it's the gin it's the moonshine cinnamon moonshine is delicious anyways you can Sounds follow good. us yeah you can follow us at saturday night convos and in the description box there's a link it's our link tree it has all of the different links to all of the different platforms that we're on it's really easy to find us that way otherwise just type us into the search bar of any of the streaming platforms that you like to use um, and you can also follow us on twitter at convos night that's c-o-n-v-o-s night, night. all right or you can email us at saturdaynightconvos at gmail.com uh, to let us know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us and tell us what you think. And if you want to hear something, let us let know. Let us know. Let us know if you want us to comment on something because we do have comments and we like to comment on things. Oh, yes. Um, we also see when you like or subscribe to things we get really excited when you rate us so um yeah press those buttons press those buttons and let us know how we're doing yeah so thank you very much we hope you guys had a great week and uh we'll talk soon
And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April. And we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to Tax Act. Tax Act? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using Tax Act. Always happy to brighten your day. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See taxact.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.